and you are watching another Blewitz Blitz film review. He has that ability to, trust me, he definitely does. Just his ability to catch balls outside of his frame, his leaping ability, his ability to hang in the air, his yak ability, it's, it's, it's all there. Lowers his helmet, low man wins, bang, rocks the guy. Running free, Breesaw inside the 10, he's gonna score! The, the corners all do their job, you know, if you look at the, if you look at the picture right here, lock, lock, lock. Third and one. He was always drilled, what a great defensive play! I don't try to Monday morning quarterback any of the reviews I do, and I'll try to be honest with a lot of those things I, I put up. And you are watching uh, or listening to another edition of Blue It's Blitz. Um, just finished recording a Randall Cobb review, um, which you guys will see in quite a few weeks. Um, been pumping out the reviews. I think I've recorded 27 of them, and I have four more to go. Um, I'm recording uh, Sauce tomorrow with Marcus Coleman. So if you guys want to see a former NFL cornerback's uh, perspective on sauce then check that one out uh rogers part four schweitzer and turner you know exhilarating reviews but 31 total coming i think uh you guys i, I think we just dropped first uh already have jefferson rogers Brees hall abt woods adams wilson part two zonovan knight tristan cologne yadni kajust and randall cobb all done and uh and waiting um to go Obviously, there's not a lot to talk about. I know we're going to talk about Dalvin Cook. We're going to talk about Hard Knocks. We're going to talk about Klecko versus Rebus. That's about it. Um, so I will be on here for as long as you guys keep me on here. If you're going to be active in the chat and stuff and talking, then cool. If not, I'll be on here for 20 minutes and, and get off because there's just there's really not, not a lot to discuss. Um, on my end, I've been busy as shit because I've been doing a lot of the reviews, but actual like football news, um, there's really not a ton. So... Uh, let's say hello to the four people who, who are, there's a little bit more, but uh, so let's say hello to the few people in here. Uh, John, um, hand dash orange dash covering dash eyes um, emoji. I don't, I don't know what this is, but uh, I guess he threw some emoji that I can't get in StreamYard. So either way, thanks, I guess. Uh, Dakota with the, with the prayer and the heart as per usual. Uh, appreciate you being in here, Dakota. Rob D, let's go. Uh, Jordan, Jordan, Victor, Aspen, um, getting the big guess. It's too bad. This, this is the story from two jet legends. I wish it was more positive and Regis could have handled this behind the scenes and not Twitter. Yeah. So I, I'm going to be completely transparent. Like when you're looking for headlines and there's absolutely nothing going on, like I've already used Dalvin cook. I've already used, I don't know, hard knocks or whatever. It's like, what is going on? If anything on the jets, Twitter streets. And that was the news of the past two days. Now, is it stupid that we're even talking about this? A hundred percent. But is, is is this the only thing people are talking about on June twenty eighth? Um, yeah, and I'm gonna be completely transparent. I didn't even listen. Like I I saw what I saw the quotes and and what was being said. But re, uh, it was something to the effect of Klecko saying like we're the two best Jets or defensive Jets ever, and then Rebus responded with like no, I'm the best Jet ever. And then apparently Revis kind of came back and said, hey, it was like a miscommunication. I was mad that Klecko called me out for not answering a phone call or a text message in front of 
like other Hall of Famers, like at a ceremony or something. So I don't know. It's 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 a really weird situation again. It was just a headline. I honestly didn't really see or listen. Like I, I saw me and Asmin follow each other. Like I saw the the clip get tweeted out, but you know, two minute clip, whatever. And then I see like the quotes about it. Like Rebus was mad about it. And then I listened to the actual quote. I'm like, what is going on here? But again, apparently it was something where uh Revis felt like Klecko disrespected him about not answering his phone. It's not a story. It, it's it's really it, it is what it is. Um, but with that being said, uh, it does it does put a little bit of a damper, I guess, on the on the whole on the whole Canton thing. If you guys are going to go, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm assuming it's fun. To me, I can't I, I can't pull it off um, with going to eight or nine Jets games this year. Actually, no, sorry, going to what the Jets have nine home games, right? The only one I'm missing is the Commanders game because it's on it's on Christmas Eve. There's no way I'm going to get off, so I'm going to eight Jet home games. The Giants game, that's nine. I'm going to the Cowboys game. That's 10. And by the way, I think I'm going to be able to make Vegas work. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to three Jets away games. One being the Giants away game, uh, Dallas and uh, Vegas. So if you guys are going to be there, let me know. Um, I'm sure sure I'll find some other stuff to do in Vegas if you guys aren't going to be out there. But uh, I will gladly let you know uh, where I'm tailgating or where I'm going out or whatever. If you guys want to come out and do Vegas uh, with me. That'd be fucking awesome. You know, that'd be really cool. But uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of stupid or whatever. Uh, Art, what is up, my dude? Mike Koss, uh, just saw Jake Allen's podcast with Darrell Revis. Uh, Revis said a lot of words and comments, but said nothing. He was a great player, but not a good person. He was he was trying to condone what he's... Yeah, and 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 obviously everybody's going to have their different their different type of content. For me, um, I, think, I think interviews with... X players are typically better than interviews with players because players aren't really allowed to say anything. Um, to me, I'm not an interview guy, you know, like it's, and that's, you know, I, I get like, like uh, reaching out to other content creators and stuff like that, like that extent, you know, that, that obviously gives you more face on other shows and people follow you and me bringing on Klecko and then Klecko retweeting it gets, gets, gets more views. I don't do, I don't do interviews. I don't bring on guests. It's just what the show is. Um, I just don't really find a, a lot of value in them. That's just, that's just me personally. I, I work to my niche and my niche is all I really care about. And my niche, I don't think really cares about me doing interviews because you can get that with, with Aspen and that's great. Go, go watch Aspen. I, I've heard, I, I've had nothing bad to say about him. Um, go watch his streams. You know, they're, they're great. So love the guy that Revis comes off as insecure. Um, yeah. Like, and, and now is this because of like the whole like, okay, Klecko saying he's just as good and that's why he's getting offended. Is he getting a little bit like soft because, you know, Jets fans, they love him and they, and they respect what he did, but he'll never be remembered maybe like he wants to be because of, of what happened with the, with New England. Like at the end of the day, you fought for a new contract, you got a new contract, and then you fought to get out of that contract. And then the injury happens, you leave, you go to Tampa, then you go to New England. You win a ring with the with our rivals, um, and then you come back to the Jets. Like you're never going to be remembered, maybe like he wants to be. Like he's, you know, obviously he's a great he's a great Jet. He's probably individually the best Jet of all time. Like his peak was the best. It was better than Namath. It was better than Klecko. It was better than Gasnow. It's better than Altoon. It's better than everybody. He's the best Jet ever in terms of just the play. With that being said, if, am I ever going to remember him? Like I, I'm going to remember him and how great he was but I'm never going to like him like I like Nick Mangold or 
Jericho Cotri or Leon Washington or Lavernius Coles or Wayne Corbett or whoever it may be, because he went to the freaking he went to the to the to the enemy and won a ring with them. Um, and he wasn't necessarily the nicest guy out there. Like, yeah, great player. Does he seem like a great dude? Maybe not. Is he feeling a little bit insecure because of Sauce and because of what Klecko said? Maybe. You know, uh, I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's 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 obviously childish to to do that. You know, handle it behind the scenes. You don't got to put a shit on on Twitter for people for hundreds of thousands of people now who can misconstrue whatever you said or whatever Klecko said in whatever they, way they want to. It's just, I'm a, I'm a big, you know, uh, handle behind the scenes type of guy. I don't know. Uh, Alon, Avatol, uh, ever since the Roscoe dinner fiasco, Rebus has turned into a huge egomaniac and is basically very unlikable. Threatening to release a documentary about his time as a Jet was very... Tra- I didn't see that, threatening to release a documentary about his time as a Jet. I didn't... I, I don't know what you're talking about with that one. Um, I know, like... He he like called out Klecko with the comments. He's like, "Time to start my own podcast." Like, okay, start start your own podcast. Like, that's I, I don't know. He he is definitely childish though. Uh, Rebus made an excuse of why he said what he said. It just make him look more foolish. Oh, okay, yeah. So I didn't I didn't hear exactly what he said. What I heard was, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mike was was Rebus or what I what I read like the quotes. Um, what I read was Rebus saying that Klecko called him out in front of a bunch of hall of famers about him not answering his phone. And that's why he was mad. But then why comment on Jake Aspen's show about him being the goat and him being the, 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 the fine number one best jet defensive player of all time. I don't, I don't know. It's really, fucking stupid. it's really, really stupid. We're talking about this. Um, Nando Rivas last minute Patriots comment was dumb. He also came off as so in, in, uh, ingenuous. Didn't, I, I, I gotta go back and watch the whole interview because a lot of you guys are shitting on it. I again, I saw the que- I, I saw the, I almost just said queef. I said queef now, but I saw the quote tweets about it, but I didn't actually watch it. So maybe I gotta go back and watch it because you could tell it was somebody being disingenuous and stuff as well. I'm sure he got a lot of backlash about going back at Klecko. and he's like, shit, I just hurt my my saying with Jets fans even more. Uh, <laughs> Revis the player is a plus plus plus. Uh, Mevis the person, meh. Yeah, I, I I get that. Great Jet, but not a good person. Insecure and selfish. Um, Joe off topic. I wanted the Nets to trade up and to, and take, oh, Scoot, was it Scoot Henderson? And there's another guy too, who went, who went the pick before them that people were talking. I am not into the NBA like I am to the NFL. So you could pretty much tell me, you can make up the most random name and I'll believe you that they were in the draft, uh, minus the first, the first dude who's like Kevin Durant looking. Um, I'm, I'm fine with, with the Nets picks. I, I thought they were going to do something to get like a veteran in here because they're kind of like half in half out right now. Like if you're going to go with bridges and cam Johnson, all the stuff for 27, 28, but then you're drafting 18 year olds. Like, are you ready to compete? Are you not? So I don't know if they're going to bring in a Lillard or they're going to get a Mitchell or whatever it may be, but I want to see them. I, I would like to see them make a move. And I don't think like, roster management for the future it might not be the smartest thing to bring in let's say a Mitchell because what Mitchell's going to get you maybe to the second round like the Nets with their team right now might get to the second round um and then what you know so do you just build for the future but me as a more casual basketball fan I just want to have fun while watching the games and like at least the Nets are, are are watchable now like obviously they were watchable when they were good but I never was going to like personally root for Kevin Durant didn't like Kyrie Obviously, Harden did what he did. So I'm happy the Nets are at least um, like a fun team to root for now. And then the Devils, too, which, by the way, Devils, uh, <laughs> they're making some moves. They they re-signed Brat. They re-signed uh, Timo today for eight years. They traded for a uh, homeboy from uh, the Flames who looks like a pretty damn good player. So the Devils are stacked. It's, it's fun. 
Uh, not just this, but Revis has gotten into Twitter spats with Sherman and Randos. I know he got into Twitter spats with Sherman when he was playing, but I'm not sure about um, after. And like, the thing about him is like you you have like the complete or you have a completely different style, like Sauce. Like Sauce Saul, whatever, I, I don't know if it was PFF or whoever it was, like put up a thing as like start bench cut in their prime. And it was it was him, Sherman, and uh uh I, I think it I think it was uh Chant Bailey and basically sauce was like yo like chill like don't put me up here with these guys yet like it's there's there's only one there's only one choice which i think there's actually multiple choices because you can either bench or start champ bailey or, or sherman but like, i think he meant like there's only one choice like cut me like there's no way i'm up here with these guys yet and, and you have, I, have, I appreciate his humbleness in that situation because and that's what happens with a lot of guys it's like they they make it whether it be their draft day their rookie year and then they they feel they made it. They don't have to work as hard as they did, and then they fall off. And I think Sauce is a guy who, no matter what, he wants to be the best corner of all time. And he's going to work every single day for that. I don't I don't think we have to worry about Sauce, um, you know, getting into his head and oh, I'm so good and I'm this and I'm that and doing too many interviews and not taking care of football. Football is always going to be one. Bridge is not all that. Um, yeah, he's not. A, he's not like a. He's not like a what we call an all pro, but he's a he's a pro baller you know, for, for lack of better terminology for basketball, but he's definitely a really good player. And he played a lot better with, with the Nets when they gave him that full-time role. Do I think he's, he's a one in a championship team? No. Do I think he could be a two? I do. Um, but we'll see, you know, we'll see what we'll see the Nets do. Curtis Martin was the best jet in my opinion. Um, in terms of longevity. Yeah, sure. But I don't, I don't think Curtis Martin's peak was ever Rebus. Like Curtis Martin, I don't think was ever, and I have to go back through through obviously when he played, but I don't think he was ever the best running back in the league. Like I think he was always up there. Like he's and they're completely different players. And I think Curtis Martin's better than Debrickershaw Ferguson. Like Debrickershaw Ferguson's going to be like I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame, but like he'll be in the Jets Ring of Honor. He was always a very good tackle, but he was never the best left tackle. Curtis Martin was always a very good running back. I'm not sure if Curtis Martin was ever the best running back. When Rebus was in his prime, he was the best, and there was no comparison. I don't think anybody will ever have the, what was it, 2009 season he had. I don't think it's ever going to be done again. With who he locked down and how he did it, I, I just can't see it. So, yeah, Mar- Martin over long term, yeah, for sure. Um, Rebus only had really what? his 2008 was his rookie year, which he was fine. 9-10 were amazing. And then 11, was 11 when he got injured? Was it 11 or 12? And then 11, he was really good. And then 12 was the injury. I forget what year the injury was. It was either 11 or 12. I think it was 12 because then we got the 2000. Yeah, so it was 12 he got traded. No, no, 12 he got injured against, was that the Dolphins? Was it the, I think it was the Dolphins. And he gets traded for the 2013 uh, first round pick. And we took Sheldon and D. Yeah, so it was 2012 he got injured. So he had like three amazing years of Jets, 9, 10, 11. And then came back for I, – I honestly completely forget if Rebus came back for two years or one year when he came back in 2015. I do not remember remember him in 16 at all. Kyle told me the last stream that he was on the team. Okay, fine. Uh, I, I guess he got cut midway or something like that. I don't remember him at all. Um, which actually, speaking of Kyle, just getting on my own tangent, talking to myself here. Uh, next week is our top or is our top 25. So if you guys are dedicated listeners, you know going to be here next week. If you're bored right now at football, make your own top 25 list your best jets on the team. I don't think it's most, it's not most valuable players. It is like basically who is the best at their position. So obviously let's say Aaron Rodgers is 
more valuable to the Jets than Sauce Gardner, but is Sauce a better corner than Rodgers is a quarterback? So that's kind of how we do the list. So if you want to make your own list and see how we how we compare, uh, shit could have been handled behind the scenes from Art. Yeah, it's just there's no reason to get into Twitter fights. Like I don't see people promoting other people's stuff or oh this guy's the best with film reviews or oh these are the best podcasts. I'm not going to comment like oh no I'm definitely the best. It's like. And Revis is Revis. He has what? A, I don't know. Hundred, not even probably more than hundred thousand, like a million followers on Twitter, and and he's quote tweeting Jake Asman show because of joke. I, I don't know. It just it is very childish. But I'm also a little bit old school with the whole Twitter stuff. I, I don't. I use Twitter to promote my film and stuff like that. But I'm not really like putting my life opinions out there and shit. I don't know. Uh, Joe, you're a great analyst, and that's why I watch you. Do uh, do you have great insight and you break down the film doing a great job? Stay in your niche. Oh yeah, I appreciate that. Almost act. You almost think you were asking me a question there, but yeah, in terms of the film stuff, um, I know it's a niche and, uh, I, in the future, if I ever make this a full-time job, I would like to have somebody edit it. It's like a nice, I would like to make like a nice five minute video, three plays of, of the major strengths, three plays of the weaknesses, cut it really well, edit it really well, but I can't do that personally and still put out the amount I put out because, I did 31 reviews. So, so far, what has dropped has been McDonald's, Rogers Part 1, Wilson Part 1, Sauce Part 1, Tipman, Lazard, Warren, Clark, Hardman, Barnes, Izzy, Amos, Rogers Part 2, and then all the other ones are read before. So, I can't do the editing and then do all that stuff. So, I'll stay with my niche, and if you guys really want to know the players and go go through the, the plays one by one, then that's that's what we do here. So, I appreciate that, Mike. Um, I know it's a niche, but I, I love having my niche. I'm never going to get as many listens as like WFAN and all, all the, like the general talk stuff because a lot of people don't give a shit about the film, you know? And I realize that, but it's okay. It's okay. Uh, today, Revis wouldn't answer certain questions about the Jets and claim that he plans to release a documentary about his entire entire time as a Jet. Okay. Um, I would be interested in that. And like, this is kind of pivoting a little bit to Hard Knocks. Um, it seems like the Jets are going to be forced to do Hard Knocks because, so correct me if I'm wrong, they could... They, any team could do it, right? But there's only teams who there's only a few teams who could be forced to do it. Like I don't think a team who's in the playoffs last year could not do it. I, I just think it's a forced thing. I could be wrong. I, again, I'm not. I'm not into. I, I don't really know all that stuff with hard knocks. But I know the Jets, the Bears, the Commanders, and the Saints can be forced into it because of all the rules or whatever. And it seems like none of those teams really want it. And the Jets are bracing to be to land hard knocks. Um, I don't really think it affects the Jets so much. It's just, you know, obviously you have Hardy who said he doesn't want it. You have Salah who doesn't want it. You don't want the little, the little stories getting out there and then having to answer questions about it. Like you don't, you don't want hard knocks to interview Becton and Becton say, Oh, well, I want to play left tackle. And then it all comes out and gets blown up and, and retweeted on social media. And then Salah is getting asked about it. So it's an extra distraction for the players and for the coaches. So it's not preferred. Is it going to affect them winning a Super Bowl? No. Is it, a, is it a nuisance? Yes, it's a nuisance for them. With that being said, like for me, I I love watching Jets content, especially like that. So I'll watch it and I'll be, I, I would I would love to watch it. Now, obviously, if they prefer not to have it, then I prefer not to have it for their sake. But I'm going to watch it. I'll, I'll soak up every minute of, minute of it. I know people are going to talk about one Jets. Is it not? It's a take flight or I think it's take flight. The series. That series is good. But it's also a Jets hype piece. Like you're just going to get hype, 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 hype from that, which is why people love it. But if you're looking – and they do quality. Obviously, it's very quality what they do, but they have to pump up the team. 
if you're looking for like better insight into the team and more raw stuff, it's a hundred percent hard knocks. Like how hard knocks is the better product. I'm, I'm sorry to be whatever. I'm never going to be on the one jets drive videos of talking, you know, pumping up the jets. I don't think. Um, but let's all admit here, like hard knocks is better than one jets drive. It just is. It's, it's, it's like watching highlights versus watching the film. Hard knocks is the film. The highlights are the one jets drive. Right. I don't know. Uh, Joe, I know you hate the NBA, but these playoffs were lit. Um, I, it's not that I hate the NBA. Like it, the NBA was my first love. It's just, I don't like, I don't like the superstar mentality. I don't like the, the, the people joining teams. I don't like, um, I don't like the league in general. I don't like people not getting effort. I don't like the whining and complaining. I don't like LeBron. I don't like a lot of, I, I just, I don't know. They're kind of, they're kind of, it's just kind of a soft league. It, it, they're really soft. Like I saw LeBron in one of the recent playoff games. I get bumped. He got bumped by, was it Jokic, Jokic or whatever the hell his name is. And like he specifically like took another step or two and then like dove. And he's like, Oh my God, I got hurt. It's like, I don't know. LeBron, the one time he missed a shot versus the Nets, he got poked in the eye and he saw three rims. It's like, okay, shut, shut the fuck up. I hate LeBron more than anything um, for for a lot of reasons. But he, he's also, you know, he's a six foot nine, 260 pound bitch. I'm sorry. Uh, Nets say they'll match anything for Cam Johnson. I saw up to 20, 25 million, right? Like I, I thought I saw up to 25, they would. Is that too much for Cam Johnson? Probably, but you kind of have to keep him with Bridges, right? Like what are they going to do? Revis did beef at Sherman like two years ago. Um, Revis is better than Sherman, and it's no contest. It's just not. They, they played two different ways. You know, play, playing playing a deep third zone when you have Cam Chancellor, you know, Earl Thomas, um, you know, inside of you versus playing man-to-man versus Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, you know, Chad Johnson. Uh, fuck, uh, what's uh, uh, Calvin? I said Chad. Uh, Calvin Johnson, like, it's not comparable. Ochocinco Bridges is the man coming from a Nick. Yeah, I love Bridges. You, you gotta you gotta love what he is as a person. Um, what percent chance do you think Quan is on this team week one? I don't know, man. Like it's it seems it seems like the the Jets like the idea of putting Amos, and I hate that it's not Amos, it's Amos. I think they plan on putting Amos in the box as like that that hybrid linebacker. Um, I think they try to do like a one-for-one replacement with with Chuck Clark. I think Amos is best in the box. Uh, if you want to go watch his film review, go do it. He's not good deep. He was not good deep in 2020. I don't care what his numbers say. Trust PFF if you want to, but I got the evidence. He was not good in coverage in, in 2020 either. Um, so I, I think they prefer him in the box. But with the Quan thing, like I, we've, I've talked about it before, even if you do play uh, plan to play Amos in the box, Quan gives you insurances multiple ways. So obviously if you have an injury at linebacker, okay, Quan steps in. Also, past that, let's say Amos is playing in the box, but Tony Adams is really, really struggling, which by the way, Tony Adams review is already recorded. You're getting that later on. Um, where I break down, you know, his his two games. Um, but let's say let's say he's struggling deep. If you have Quan as a backup to Amos, Amos moves deep to free safety, which is not preferred. Quan steps into the box. Like the, it, it just, it, it helps you out multiple ways. Now, do they have a lot of faith in Sherwood? Maybe, maybe that's their plan. Um, to me, I would love to see Quan brought back or bring in like a, I, I, honestly over Quan, like if you told me, Hey, Quan versus John Johnson, I'm bringing in John Johnson right now because I, uh, because I rather have the, the, the true free safety um, and let Amos play in the box, but that's just me. Um, but I, I, I think it's probably, 
I don't know. I would say 50-50, honestly. I, I, I think the Jets are probably have a really no, low number for him, maybe like $1.5, $2 million, and they're letting um, – they're, they're going to let somebody up them if they do, then it is what it is. If not, then great, we have him back. You know, it just, it's just interesting because, like, Quan was gassed up by the coaching staff all year, by the players, how good of a teammate he is, how good he is in the locker room, uh, his energy on the field and stuff like that. And they got him for, what, like $1.25 million or some shit last year? Give him two. You know, like you're almost doubling his salary. Give him two. Give him two and a half. I just, I, I would, I would like the insurance of, of having Quan. Um, again, in, in years where you're trying to develop people and you're going to go seven and 10, okay, let Sherwood play that, or Sherwood play. That's fine. In a Super Bowl year, in a, in a, I'm not saying like Super Bowl or bust, but it's a Super Bowl or bust year, you know, for the Jets. They're, they didn't get Rodgers with the idea of, oh, let's make the divisional round. Like, obviously, I, I can't say, uh, no, uh, no Super Bowl is a bust because only only one team out of 32 wins it. But the Jets are sh- shooting for the Super Bowl. Do we want to be risky and say, "Oh, we hope this guy developed"? I don't, I don't know. Uh, Rebus is the best corner of all time, regardless of what he does. So the only thing with Rebus is he's the best of all time at their peak, but he didn't have a very long track record of success, right? Because again, he was great. He was good in his rookie year, 08. 09, 10, 11, amazing. Um, he fell off with the Bucks. They got they they got rid of him. He, they they got a man corner to play zone, which didn't make a lot of sense to me in the first place. He played very well with New England, but he wasn't like peak Rebus with New England. And he came back with the Jets in 2015. He was okay until the midpoint of the season. He started sucking ass. Uh, so he has a he's like a very short like three four year window of him being like great. Where guys like Champ Bailey. We're in the league for what 13, 14 years, and Champ Bailey was a stud for like 10 of them. You know, so it depends on how you quantify he's the best corner of all time. I'm talking about peak performance, he's the best. He is the best. Uh Martin had tough competition, peak overlap with Tomlinson, Edwin James, uh Terrell Davis, uh Holmes. Yeah, and there's always there's always been stud running backs. Like every single year, you know, running backs are a dime a dozen. So you're always getting like a couple of studs. But um, Martin was great. It's just I don't I don't think he's he was nearly as good as Rebus at his position. Right. Uh, Rebus played two years. He somehow wound up in Casey and was ass. Yeah, I don't remember him playing that second year. Like I legitimately don't remember him playing in 2016. Like at all. Um, which is odd. But if Gardner becomes a Hall of Famer, Rebus will never put sauce on anything. <laughs> Which is so terrible, right? Because like sauce is, I, I live for sauce. Like I pretty much just order food based on the sauce. Like I, my food acts as a carrier of my sauce. So whatever it is, I'm, I am a huge condiment guy. So I can never live without sauce. But I can see Rebus being such a dick. He's just never going to put sauce on anything again, again ever. I love that comment. Uh, Champ had a longer career. Sanders could return in addition to being great. But peak, yeah, okay. You're talking about peak versus peak. Uh, one Jet Drive is entertaining. Uh, but propaganda, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It is like every single player is great. And you know, like uh, the, the jets, they, they got everybody they wanted. The draft was all perfect. It's just, it's a hype piece. Like I like it. Like I'll watch it because I rather watch that than some shit my wife is watching. But with that being said, I, I, I watch it and I understand what it is. It's, it's highlights. It's jets highlights. Hard knocks is, is, Everything you're not you're not just getting the the positive spin on every single thing they do, so uh, I appreciate that, Mike Cause. Let's see, uh, new and and something else I want to bring up too, because uh, somebody mentioned it or I mentioned it last stream in terms of the difference in state taxes between Florida and New Jersey, and I think the individual game checks 
Um, uh, yeah, I know that I think the individual individual game checks come from each place you play, right? So if you're playing in Jersey, eight eight or nine of your games are docked on Jersey taxes, and if you play elsewhere, those games are docked on wherever you played that game. I believe I, I could I could uh, I, I could be corrected there, but I believe that's what it is. So I wonder, like, what's the difference in what the Jets have to pay Dalvin Cook to be equal to what Miami is paying him because of the state taxes? Like, do the Jets have to pay him twelve million? I, obviously, I'm just throwing up random numbers. Or let, let's be more realistic: Do the Jets have to pay him seven million in Jersey to be equal to five million in Miami? And if you factor that in, what are the chances the Jets are really blowing him, uh, uh, blowing away the Dolphins in terms of their offer? So the Jets might offer seven; they might offer five. But it's similar in terms of the taxes, so why he just take the Dolphins? So I don't, I, I just, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't. Um, the Jets would have to severely out or outprice the Dolphins to to get him, just based on state taxes, which is the biggest bullshit in the NFL. Minus obviously, you know, you can't hit a guy until he can basically cradle himself and and prepare for the, for the hit and get a fucking pillow and blanket because NFL is soft nowadays. Minus that bullshit. Um, the state taxes is is complete bullshit. It just it, it makes no sense. Y'all have a salary cap, but your money works differently than my money. You know, my dollar buys me a pack of gum. Your dollar buys you I don't know a fucking whopper. It's just like it's 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 just it just doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense to me how that works. It, it needs to be based on percentages of, of taxes and things like that because it just no it just doesn't make sense. Uh, slow mo. I feel like you you'd make it big if you actually got someone to edit your reviews. Look at Brett Coleman and other popular channels. The actual content is superficial, but they're they yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. No, I I, I get that slow mo. And eventually, maybe I will. But I also work a full time job, and then I do. I did thirty one reviews. I'm gonna say, and this is just me like this is probably lowballing it. Each review takes me at least ten hours to do in terms of watching all of their film, clipping the plays, and then talking about the play for an hour or two. So then you're talking about a what another hour or two to edit. It just I, I can't. But yeah, I, I get it. I get it. If if I could do that, I I, I would and maybe eventually I will um, have people edit my stuff because I get the five, six minute video nicely clipped, nicely edited is much more appealing than me going through play by play and talking about stuff for two hours. But it is what it is. Tony Adams review. Yes, sir. Swolsey. It's uh it's not up there yet, but it will be up there. Uh Zyman Knight. I got bullied into it last week by Kyle. Kyle was talking about us not really knowing exactly what they did at the end of the year. So I watched Tony Adams. Um, his last two weeks or, or his game against the Dolphins and the Seahawks. And then I watched Zonovan Knight in his last uh, seven games of the year. Um, just because you, you talk about Zonovan Knight. And, and the thing with me is, again, watching thousands and thousands of plays, literally, I, I forget sometimes exactly what. Like I, like I, I watched, I, I don't know, let's say one of my early reviews that I could put out. Um, I don't know, Will McDonald. I could tell you a lot more about Will McDonald a month ago than I could now because of, of how much other shit I've watched and how much I forget. Um, but uh, with Knight, it was a situation. One, with Adams, I was almost like tapped out. And I think that that last Miami game, I was actually in Costa Rica and I never actually watched the film of that game. I just watched broadcast because it was such a shitty game. Um, and then with Knight, like I remember, but I don't remember remember if you feel what i'm saying so i went back and watched him as well um i would say with tony adams just just to be quick about it i really liked what he did in two weeks was two weeks a big enough sample size no it's just not it's just not for me i really like what we did but i'm not banking the jets playoff success potentially on 
Tony Adams having to match up against, you know, Travis Kelsey, which who could do that? I get it. But you, you, you know, obviously I'm being uh, dramatic. Um, Zodovan Knight, the thing I would say is because we, when people bring up his stats and his game log, it's like, oh yeah, good game against the Bears, good game against the Bills, good game against the Vikings. But what happened against the, the Seahawks, the Dolphins, and whoever else they play at the end of the year, um, what happened there? In my conclusion, it was much more the offensive line than it was Zonovan Knight. So I actually really liked what Zonovan Knight did. Um, there are some vision questions I have. There, there are some quite there, there are some weaknesses there. But Zonovan Knight being your your three or your number three or number four running back is a very good situation. So watching him back, I would say I was more encouraged than than prior um, about his future with the Jets. Um, and 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 part of that question stemmed from the Dalvin Cook stuff, because if you're bringing in Dalvin Cook or Kareem Hunt or Leonard Fournette or, or Ezekiel Elliott or whoever people are talking about, great, like do it. But who are you getting rid of? Zion Knight or Michael Carter? Because because they're not keeping five running backs. They're just not. No team. I don't know if a team has ever done that unless you're counting a fullback as a running back. But five straight up running backs, it's not happening. Um, so who are you guys cutting? Knight or Carter? That's a that, that's a tough decision. That's really tough. I don't I don't know. Champ Bailey was a man. Yeah, Champ Bailey was one of like my OG favorite favorite players. Um, I almost wanted to make like an all time team of my favorite players. Like, and you know, Champ Bailey's going to be obviously a really good player. But Champ Bailey, Reed Dawkins is my favorite. Dawkins is my favorite player of all time, regardless of the team. I like him more than any Jet ever, which is crazy. But yeah, Dawkins. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of fun players. LT. He's lost in the sauce. One Jets drive. Uh, hello, Elias or Elias or. El- I'm just kind of calling, start calling you Solomon, Elias. Um, one jet drive, hype up Rashad Perryman and Frank Gore's big offseason additions. Enough said. Yeah, and there was a certain point, too, where they were, like, hyping up Darnold all the time. And I was like, hmm, like, Darnold really has been sucking some ass recently. We're really going to hype him up. But they'll hype him up. They'll hype up Whitehead. They'll, they'll hype up Zach Koontz. They'll hype up the, the 85th player on a 53-man roster. It's just it's a hype piece. So you're watching highlights. As long as you understand that, then great. And they do a great job with their production. The scenes are good. It's really cleanly edited. I love it all. Give them hell of props. But if you're telling me 43 people in here, I know obviously not not the biggest crowd, but I, I I don't want to speak for you guys, but I think you guys are smart enough. I think 43 out of 43 of you guys would rather watch hard knocks than one Jeff's drive 42. Somebody's like, Nope, fuck you. Um, would rather, would rather watch, hard knocks, right? Because you're getting it. It's more raw. It's more real. If you, you know, I, I don't know, maybe I'm speaking for just myself. I'm not, I'm not a hype piece person Up uh, 41, two people were like, Nope, not me. I'm watching one judge drive, but I just, uh, uh, Frank Gore was the only good part of that offense. I will not tolerate Frank Gore slander. Uh, Swolzy, the thing about taxes is that the effect cost of living, et cetera, and in, in addition to contract, I've been rallying against the taxes things for years. Thank God someone else is saying, yeah, I said it two weeks ago. And I think I maybe even last week, it's just, it's just a bunch of bullshit, right? Like how can your dollar in Miami mean more than my dollar in Jersey? And we're, we're trying to sign the same players. Like, why would you ever go to the jets over the dolphins for the same price? It just doesn't make sense. Especially him being from Florida, I, I obviously played at FSU and all that stuff. It's just, again, like legitimately, I'm curious if if the Dolphins offered him five and the Jets offered him seven, how how comparable are those actual contracts for what he'll actually earn after taxes? I'm I'm sure it's probably pretty close. So the Jets have to offer an eight million dollar contract to 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 be to outbid the Dolphins when they're offering five. It's a bunch of bullshit. 
Matt says, just popping in, we'll watch tomorrow. You should do a Wollum review. Generally curious about how big the talent. <laughs> Matt, no, I'm not. I'm not doing a Wollum review. Uh, I appreciate that, but I will do that review for five views from you and four other psychopaths, and it's not worth my time. I, I would love to like be able to like to shock on that review and just do it and figure it out and know the answer, but there's no way. I just I just had 31 reviews. I had probably probably over 300 hours of putting in time on film reviews. That's not even kind of this the actual streams. Um, no, 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 no. I was thinking it creeped into my it crept into my mind today. I was like driving around. I'm like. Hmm. I was like, do I want to watch Max Mitchell's three or four again? I don't, no, no, don't do it. Just because I realize if I start to do Max Mitchell, I'm going to be laser focused on doing that. And then halfway through that review, they're going to bring Dalvin Cook. And now I have two more reviews on my plate. I just don't want to do it. I know it's going to happen. Uh, have you heard about trade rumors for Steelers guard? Forgot his name. Uh, we could really use an upgrade from Tomlinson. Uh, I did not see any rumors about a Steelers guard. Um, the thing with that is, though, you have to trade Tomlinson or cut Tomlinson. And one, you're not cutting him because like all of his money is guaranteed. And two, who is taking Tomlinson for that contract after how he played last year? So you're kind of stuck with Tomlinson. Um, so I don't think that they would do that. Now, if you could, if you take a clear upgrade, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to happen. You're, you're paying Tomlinson $16 million this year. And ideally, yeah. Should the Jets be able to admit their wrongs and say, screw it, you know, we'll bring in the better guy? I wish they would. Are they going to? No. He's getting paid $16 million to not sit on the bench. He's not getting traded. He's not getting cut. I would love a better guard, but you have to hope that Tomlinson can at least bounce back to average. He was definitely overrated by fans when he was signed. Um, I thought he would at least be solid to, to average, and he was dreadful. So can he be back to average this year? If you're looking at him at average, you have an average-ish left tackle. You have an average-ish left guard. Center play should be about average this year because whether it be tip, if it's if it's Tipman and he reaches the ceiling, okay, better. But let's assume average because McGovern's at least average. Um, AVT, I did a review on him too. That's coming out. AVT was a stud at guard this year, absolute stud. Um, so you have an All Pro right guard. I'm I'm faithful in saying that uh, at least Pro Bowl guard. And then hopefully, you know, Beckton is healthy. And if so, he's at least average. So you're talking about average, 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 all pro. It's a really good line. If, if they stay healthy, but do they? Um, but yeah, you, you have to hope for a bounce back from Tomlinson because paying a guy 16, 15, 16 million dollars a year to suck is not, is not a uh, smart spending. I mean, I'm not, I don't think it's entirely about the money. I'm sure plenty of guys would prefer to play. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's entirely just the money, but I'm just saying it's bullshit at the same time. I would prefer to live in Miami over eh, – I don't really know. I don't prefer either. I don't like big cities. I would I would live in the farm in a farm in the middle of Iowa if I could. I, I don't – I'm not a big like, go-out guy to Miami and stuff. Like, it's cool, but um, neither. I don't want to live in either. Uh, what's up, Joe? You're right. Teams with no state income tax have the added benefit of selling free agents to purchase power for their do- – I, I don't understand how it, it doesn't make sense. There's a lot of shit that doesn't make sense when in government and this, and I don't know how it's not changed, but it's not, it's not Let's go through a bunch of red tape and all this bullshit, but how are teams like the jets and the giants and the bills and the teams from California and all the teams with high taxes, not complaining about this where Texas, they have like no state taxes. Right. So you have to pay a guy $15 million in Cali to make a te- to, to be equal to a $10 million contract in Texas. Uh, the problem about getting someone to edit your videos is you have to get someone who knows what they're watching. 
Yeah, that's true too, right? Because like if I'm talking about in steps and this coverage and drawing this or, or talking about that, you have to have somebody who can draw and edit exactly what I'm talking about, which some people don't know, uh, which I typically like point out with my cursor and stuff. But yeah, no, it's 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 a really I know that's what I should do. I can't pull it off. Um I would love to go to like editing classes and stuff like that. So eventually I could do it. When this is my full-time job and I'm 51 years old when I retire, then it, I'll I'll do it. Maybe maybe we actually get somebody to edit it, like legitimately. Um, I don't. I actually don't think that would be a bad a bad hire for for Jetx. Uh, Sean Taylor is my is is his favorite player of all time. Um, yeah, I remember. I remember when he passed away, and, and I, I hope I'm not speaking like like I'm not speaking bad about him. I he he had an intruder come into his house, and he got. Did he get stabbed with a sword or he tried to fight the guy off with a sword or something like that? But I remember I was on a ferry back from New York to Jersey for whatever I was doing with my parents in New York that day. But I think I was like 10, right? So that was probably like 2003. When did Sean Taylor, when did he pass away? Or when did he get murdered? Uh, Sean Taylor, uh, year, let's, what, what, how, how, what year was that? 15 years ago? That was in November. So 15 years ago. So what did I just say? 2003. Oh, shit. I was way off. Oh, shit. I was really far off. No, 2008. Okay. So I was five years off. So I was 15 when he died. Wow. I thought I was younger. Interesting. Yeah. He, he was a savage. He was a savage. I'll never forget. Uh, That was, that was, was that him? Or actually, was that him or dog? No, that was him. Didn't he light up somebody in, uh, uh, in the, um, the hell, I don't know what it's called. The pro bowl. Didn't he light like a punter up or some shit, like on a fake punt? It destroyed him. <laughs> Dawkins was the man as well. I still remember that flying tackle against the Giants. He looked like Batman. Yeah, uh, Weapon X, man, he, you know, jumping over the line of scrimmage. He, he had like that flying tackle on the Giants. He had another, was it, that was against Eli. I think he had another one of those against Ben Roethlisberger. The dude was just a savage. He's an absolute savage. Uh, I don't care. I only see clips from Hard Knocks. I don't subscribe to each. You, wow, I'm, in, I'm here. Did you watch? Were you pumped about One Jet's Drive? You know, I don't know. I would be much more excited. Like, like, yeah, again, I like the Jets, the, the one Jets drive stuff. Um, but I'm never like excited to watch. I'm like, okay, I'll watch. Again, I'm not trying to be a dick for them. Like, they're, they're, they're great at what they do. They're, they're never going to say, hey, yeah, let's put out a piece that's completely unbiased. Um, but I would be legitimately excited to watch Hard Knocks. Like, oh, shit, here comes an episode. Like, let's see what this is. Where, where Jets stuff. It's like, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, who, uh, <laughs> yeah, should I do? I, I don't know. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it because as soon as I do it, somebody else is going to get signed. I know it. And I'm not going to be able to push pause on the Max Mitchell thing. I'm going to push through that. It's just screw that. I'm not going to get bullied into doing a Max Mitchell review. Even though, should I? Like, uh, it would take me like a day. Sean got shot in the leg. Okay. So he tried to fight a guy off with a sword. He got shot. I'm assuming it hit his artery and he bled out. Yeah, bled out. Okay. That sucks. Um, obviously I see a lot like, and, and like, if you think I'm being ever like, insensitive to any topics, you have to understand what I do for a living. Um, I, if, if I was sensitive, I couldn't do what I do, you know? So it is, it happens. Like, and I'm not trying to be a dickhead here. I am not, but, <laughs> um, there are thousands of people who are murdered every day. Um, so when like, a, like, I'm not even going to mention names. There are thousands of people who are murdered, die, whatever, every day. So just because you're an ex-NFL player or a former or, or a current NFL player or you played basketball, it doesn't make it any more tragic to me. Like when I see 
John Smith died, former running back for the for the Bucks. I'm like, oh yeah, that sucks. But there's also thousands of other people who died, who have families, who have brothers, who have loved ones. So like to me, just because it's a professional athlete doesn't make it any more sad to me. Like I'm again, I'm not trying to be whatever, but like I'm sure the random guy from Michigan who died, who nobody knows his name, had a loving mother, brother, son, all this shit too. So just because they're athletes, it doesn't make it any more sad to me. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I don't. I'm, I don't really get sensitive about that stuff. Shit happens. A lot of people die. Um, well, I'm going to. You guys are going to. Sorry to get all people are like, "What the fuck?" I'll get comments about that one. Uh, I remember. I think they played the Bills the next game. They lined up with ten men on the field to honor him. I've been in a couple teams do that. That happened in the uh, NBA too, right? When Kobe died, like a lot, a lot of teams won the tip off and then and then let the, the shot clock run out. 24, 24 seconds to let the shot clock run out for Kobe. Which is terrible too, dude. Like he was flying in a plane that didn't have the radar system, right? Like you have um I don't know what it's called, like the, the topography radar, but it shows you like the mountains and shit. So even if you can't see in the fog, it'll show you like, hey, there's a mountain here. And apparently they were fl- they were flying in a lot of fog and they didn't have that, and they crashed into a mountain. Like terrible. It's terrible. It it is, you know. I don't, I don't know. First play of the game. Yeah. As a film junkie, I know you got a lot on your plate. Do yourself a favor and watch some Sean tape. I don't think I'm going to be able to find tape from 2007, but yeah, I get your point. Uh, maybe the best NFL athlete ever, Bo Jackson status. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bo Jackson. Who is the other? Uh, there's another. Um, it's not Bo Jackson. Who is the guy? I, I'm not. I, I sometimes suck with like NFL history and stuff. Was it? Um, Herschel Walker was another one of those guys who's like an absolute freak, right? Like multiple sports and things like that. Um, but yeah, interesting. I, I've seen Sean. Like I've I've watched I've watched him play when I was a kid. I I, I would see him play. Um, have I ever watched tape? No. And I don't want to watch his tape because I would watch his tape and I would come on here and I would say, ah, yeah, he was overrated, and now I'm gonna get shit on. I I'm not doing it. Imagine if Hard Knocks was filming last year. I could only imagine what the locker room was like that after that second Pats game. It's just again, I, I don't think it's it's a detriment. Like I don't think it's going to prohibit the Jets from from winning a Super Bowl. We'd all love it, but is it a nuisance? It's hundred percent a nuisance to them, you know. Um, to have to do extra interviews and all that shit. Like they already had to talk to the media they don't want to talk to. They already got to do. They already see a bunch of fans there. I'm sure they don't really care about, you know. So it's just an extra nuisance they don't want. It's okay. Uh, yeah, teams took the eight second backcourt violation. Or oh yeah, good call, Art. Smart. The eight second. Kobe or 24 second. Um, Kobe died in a hell. Did I say plane? I meant, I meant, I meant to, I meant to say uh, a helicopter. I knew it was a helicopter, not, not a plane. Um, that sucked. A bunch of kids died in Kobe accident too. Real fucked up. Yeah. I, I, uh, you know, like I said, I, I see a lot of fucked up stuff. There's, it's very few and far between. You're going to be like rattle me with whoever dies or how they die or, or whatever. Uh <laughs> I can tell you guys some stories. Uh, I can't tell it on here. I can tell you guys some stories though, some shit I've uh, I've had to deal with. Um, I definitely have. If anything, it's 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 not it's not a boring job. It's not a boring job. Uh, can't wait to be honest. What are you talking? About? Are you talking about? Which, by the way, welcome from Ireland. Can't wait to be honest. Are you talking about uh, Hard Knocks? Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it. Um, that, and another thing I watch, which I know it's the shittiest product out there. It really is, but I still watch it because it's an NFL product. Um, the NFL's top 100. Has anybody seen when that comes out? Because, um, I haven't seen anything about it. And like, I'm always the one, like, I'm, I'm hoping there's a Jets player. I'm just counting down to see if there's Jets players on the top 100. 
And like the only years I can remember where there was actual Jets players on there was when we traded for Bell and he was on that list. Wilkerson was on a couple times. Sheldon Richardson was on a couple times. But this year, the Jets should have a few players if they do that list again, which I'm not sure if they're shooting it. I, I, I hope they would. But you're going to have what? You're going to have Rodgers. You're going to have Wilson. You're going to have Sauce. Q. So you're going to have at least four. I could see maybe Mosley, maybe Brees, maybe Reed, but I don't, I don't, I don't think so. So you're probably going to have, yeah, Ro- Rogers, Sauce, Wilson, and Q on that show. Uh, Corey Davis, you're son of a bitch. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He was on it, and he was like very, very bottom of the pack, right? He was like, he's like maybe like 99 or 80 or some shit like that. But yeah, Sauce for uh, Sauce versus Gardner and Hard Knocks. Sauce versus Wilson. Sorry, I'm a little slow. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a really interesting battle. And uh, like I said, next, next, next week, we're doing our top 25 with Kyle the week at, or two weeks after that, when Kyle comes back on, we're doing our top camp battles to watch and then comparing the Jets against the AFC, I believe. Um, and there's plenty of camp battles that we're going to talk about and not necessarily like sauce versus Wilson, but DNs versus DNs running back to back of quarterback, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, watching the offensive and defensive rookie of the year is going to be really interesting. Also, Watching a Hall of Fame quarterback versus what should be a top five-ish defense is also um, going to be a fun watch. So, uh, again, I don't want to speak for people, but I, I think hard knocks in terms of like what you're actually getting blows out one jet drive or, or take flight. And I'm not I'm hoping that they're not watching this and saying, oh, fuck him. But you, it is what it is. It's a hype piece, right? Corey Davis was on it. Oh, yeah, I already said that. Uh, Kyle said Garrett talks a lot of shit. I believe he went to a training camp practice. Could be wrong. Want to see some of that in hard knocks. Yeah, he, he talked a lot of shit just in general too. Like, you have you have the first play of the the first play of his season or his first catch of the season. He breaks three tackles, gets up, is pounding his chest, talking shit. You have the Cleveland game. He catches the pass or a touchdown, whatever. He's talking shit to the to the kid standing with his dad in the in the in the stadium after in Cleveland in Ohio where he just came from playing college football. He's talking shit to them. Like, you gotta love Garrett's competitive nature um, for sure. So. Uh, yeah, no, I would, I would love to, I would love to see him um, battle that with Sauce in, in Hard Knocks. Um, all right, I don't see anything else. I'm trying to see if there's any other things. Uh, we talked about Cook, we talked about Hard Knocks, uh, and we talked about a lot of random shit. There's really not much to do here. There's 32 people in here. People are dropping off by the minute. Um, so I'm gonna end it. Short 50 minute stream is what it is. I'll see you guys next week. Um, where I will be doing a top 25 list with Kyle. Again, if you're a dedicated listener, if you want to get involved, do your top 25. And as we're listing them, list list your own as well and talk shit to Kyle for who last year ranked Joe Flacco as his like, 20th best player in the Jets, which I have no idea why. But we'll make fun of Kyle uh, in, in a week from now. I appreciate you guys, and I will see you soon. Adios.